Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis for another week. Will and Bandana and with you as we look forward to a big Saturday of racing at Tauranga and Rickerton. To work our way through it, as always, we're joined by Butch Castles from Love Racing NZ. Butch, how have you been this week, my friend? How has, uh, how's your week been? Yeah, big week in New Zealand, Willem. Of course, uh, it's Cup Week in Christchurch, so three codes to the fore. But from a galloping perspective, uh, we started last Saturday with the 2,000 guineas, and Pierre was very good in winning that. We uh, then Wednesday had uh, the feature being the Copeland's Mile, and he's a doozy, landed a big bet for uh, our uh, Boys Get Paid, a syndicate that put together a, uh, a big uh, punters club for the for the week, and they had 60000 on He's a Doozy at $5.50, so they got a massive collect uh, out of that, and that was uh, a great uh, win from the Lisa Ladder-trained He's a Doozy, and then uh, Saturday culminates it with New Zealand Cup and 1,000 guineas at Rickerton. So it's been a big week, uh, been uh, great to watch from afar, and uh, the weather's uh, played its part so far as well. Throughout the show, we're going to be joined by Michael McNabb, and in just a moment, Wiramu Pin is going to jump on the line. But Butch, before we welcome Michael in, uh, and you've mentioned it's just been a, a cracking week, uh, what is it about this weekend of racing coming that has you most excited? Yeah, look, I think it's those features at uh, Rickerton. It's the uh, New Zealand Cup, the Martin Collins 159th New Zealand Cup. Probably not the greatest quality field that we've had in the race, but it's a very, very even contest. Uh, Starry Beal will be hard to beat on its run the first day. LJ as well, so they're the two at the top of the list. And then the Group 1, Barnswood Farm, 1,000 guineas, where we've got probably the shortest price favourite I can remember in a race like this for a long time, the unbeaten filly Legato. She's carried all before her. She's three from three, and she'll go round about $1.40. So very, very dominant in the market. But, gee, she looked good last time in winning the soliloquy stakes, the Super Seth soliloquy stakes. So uh, looking forward to those two features. And, of course, uh, Tauranga, the Gartshaw Tauranga stakes at Group 2 level. Let's not forget that with a tidy field of Northern Wait for Age contenders headed up by Predefair. OK, without further ado, let's welcome in Jockey Wiramu Pin. Wiramu, good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Morning, fellas. How are you? Yeah, g'day, Wiramu. Thanks for uh, joining us, Butch here. Look, uh, Rain's going to play its part at Tauranga with uh, the weather that's about, but you've got uh, some mounts that look like they will cop uh, a little bit of rain. So let's go through them. Race one, Sadaka. Gee, she was good last time in winning, and uh, 
she must be uh, uh, some sort of a chance in what was uh, in is an even field. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you said, her last start was um, very good. Um, she's trialled on a heavy track before and run third, so I think she'll cop the ground. But uh, it's a pretty smart field. Yeah, it is a very good field. You're right. Uh, Look, you must be thrilled with the way things are going, uh, Wiramu. You're um, a late start to the season, but uh, you're uh, batting at a really good strike rate, just over six. So uh, getting on the right horses and gaining plenty of support from the likes of Stephen Marsh, who, who you ride a fair few for on Saturday. Yeah, no, Marsh has always been um, a pretty good supporter of mine. Uh, like you said, Butcher, you can't win on slow ones, mate. So I'm just, I'm just very thankful for the support that I have with these big trainers up here. I couldn't do it without them. Yeah, for sure. Righto, race two, golden hour. I thought it was a nice run resuming uh, out of the Ramsey Ritchie stable. And uh, look, she's shown enough in a previous campaign to be afforded a chance and she's bred to be good as well. Yeah, like you said, her last start was good. Um, she ran seventh behind that Sadaka. Uh, she just got a little bit too far back last start at uh, Tauranga, and as you know, it can be a, quite an on-speed bias track. So her first up one was very good, and I think she can go close in this. Mm, so do I. Race three, I thought Gallivanta was uh, a really good ride on the strength of what we saw last time. Hit the line strongly. Has form on rain-affected going. This one by Vadimos and out of a Galileo mare. So bred to be good. And uh, look, the 1,600 metres, it'll run that out strongly. Yeah, I think so. She, it looked like she got beat by what seems to be a pretty smart horse last time at Matamata. He didn't even ask it for anything and it won pretty, it won pretty easy. Um, but yeah, she come from behind and she hit the line real strong, so the mile will suit. Mm, you're talking about uh, the horse at Matamata. She's outrageous. Definitely one to keep an eye on. Was very, very good, yep. wasn't it? Put that in your black book, Butch. Yeah, <laughs> race four. This is one that'll love the fact the rain's been around. Didn't around. Didn't have a lot of luck last weekend. Only rower dropping back from fourteen to twelve. Be rock hard fit. Gave this one a chance at a nice price. Yeah, she gets in on a nice weight, and uh, she'll cop the track. She was a little bit disappointing last start, but her start at Hawke's Bay on that heavy track down there was a good run. So um, she looks to be another good ride as well. Mm. Race number five, Brian Lamont won well resuming. Uh, not so good last time, but gets to stay in the 65 class and those multiple winners in a rating 65 race will uh, likely always be competitive. Yeah, he's got a big weight. He's not really a big horse, um, which is my only worry. And his last start was a little bit disappointing as well, but I don't see why he could turn his form around again and he stays in his grade. Um, he should be a good each way bet as well. Mm, righto, we get to the uh, bigger races on the card. Race number seven, Wittemu, you've got the ride on a dominant favourite here in El Vencedor. I know he's a horse that Stephen Marsh has always had a big opinion of. Took him across the Tasman and uh, looking to turn him from a boy into a man. He came back with a really good run resuming. Just knocked off on that occasion. Uh, should be very competitive. I suppose the track will be the query. Yeah, it's just a shame. A shame of this weather. I was um, very, very confident coming into, you know, Saturday, 
until I looked out the window this morning and seen the weather. So that's a bit of a shame, but um, he gets in nice on the weights with 54, uh, drawing to get a soft run. So he's won on a heavy track before, so hopefully he can just tough it out and hold on for a, hopefully a, a victory. Mm, he's a good horse, this. Righto, race eight. Horse that's been there, done that. Always competitive in these types of races. He's suited by the weight for age scale with his rating being up in uh, 102. So he's well suited by the scale. We talk of Vernon Me. He's been going some tidy enough races. And look, it's, it's a fair enough field, this. But on his best, he would be very, very competitive. Yeah, um, he'll get through whatever's whatever's uh comes on Saturday. So um like you said, he's uh you know, he's he's a wait for age contender. He's just always seems to run into one better. Like he's been beat by Mustang Valley and then he was beat by Lark Creek and he just always seems to run into that one better horse. But um looking at Saturday's field, you know, it doesn't I couldn't really pick one out so I, I can't see why um he would go close as well. Mm, and he's just a genuine racehorse, isn't he? You know, the fact that he's yeah, coming he's... back from... There you go, what a Sorry, Butch. He's, he's a very honest horse, and he's coming back from 2,040 metres, which, which should suit him as well if it's pretty testing. Yeah. Righto. Uh, and in the last nest egg, look, he was a good run resuming this one, another for Stephen Marsh. He's a horse that uh, probably wants to get out to a staying trip, but 1,600 metres second up, not too much of an issue. No, I don't think so. His um, his last start at Tirapa was a very good run. The first three around the corner were the first three home, and he was probably midfield and hit the line really strongly. So um, I think the mole would suit. And a little bit of rain about um, probably wouldn't worry him. He's a reliable man. Uh, he has run third on a heavy track, but maybe might be better if it was a little better track conditions. Yeah, I think so. His his two best wins have been on a um, a, a good track, and like you said, he's bred to cop the track, but um, that's a bit of a head scratcher. Mm. Righto, Wadamu, which is uh, the best of your rides uh, tomorrow based on the fact that we're looking at a, a rain-affected uh, going? Um. Well, I did say to the goat yesterday, El Vencedor, but uh, I'll change my mind and I'll, I'll I'll go with Vernon Me. Well, you might as well win the hundred and twenty thousand dollar races, the forty thousand dollar one, eh? <laughs> no, nah, any race is um good to win, Butch. It's just uh, good to be back on the racetrack. And you seem to be enjoying it, Wiramu. You're just uh, running into you at the races. Your your attitude. You seem you seem like you're enjoying it and and having some fun out there. And and it's got to be like that, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm just um, you know I've probably uh, been a bit of a slow learner, and uh, I'll uh, put my hand up to that. But uh, um, I've had a lot of problems, and uh, I've gone out and got help, and I'm getting through them slowly uh just hopefully i can stay in it this time well that's my goal well we all we all hope you can as well we we certainly lack uh, some quality horsemen and and you are definitely one of those so keep up the good work great to see the new attitude great to see the smiling Wittemoo pin at the races and thanks for joining us on breakfast with the kiwis no thank you butch have a good one
Outstanding. Woodamoo, fantastic to hear that you're in a good space and all the best today at Tauranga. Stick around on the other side of the break. We'll be joined by Michael McNabb to discuss his rides at Rickerton. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Will and Van Denderen and Butch Castles with you. Let's turn our attention now to Rickerton. We're going to welcome in the CEO of the Rickerton Racecourse, Tim Mills. Tim, welcome to the program. Very good morning. Thank you for having me. G'day, Tim Butch here. Uh, sorry for the late call-up. We're just uh, we're going to have Michael McNair, but uh, we'll talk to you about not quite riding uh, Starry Beal in the New Zealand Cup, maybe. Talk us through the build-up. How's it uh, all going? Looks like the week's been a success from afar. Beautiful weather. Hopefully that holds for the last day. Yeah, a bit of a contrast in guests. I mean, uh, my riding career spanned a, uh, a station hack plodding around during a lambing beat. Nothing like the pace that uh, Michael will be riding at uh, or does ride at and will be tomorrow. So, no, look, everything's gone pretty well. It's been a very, very good uh, first two days there. Wagering has been well up on, on last year. And, of course, during the COVID thing, the wagering was, was very strong as people were sort of locked away at home. So we were pretty pretty pleased with the result of that. Uh, the all-important uh, weather in the track has been a little bit of havoc uh, with the winds we've had here in Christchurch. Uh, but we ended up with a, a good four-track on Wednesday, which um, was the result of a, of a, of a pretty good planned uh, irrigation process. We've been putting the water on again since uh, Wednesday. Uh, we've got a blustery cold day today, but looking for a uh, 22 degree temperature day tomorrow. And we're really hoping that comes to fruition because we've got a very big 12 race card starting at 11.30. Yeah, it is a big 12 race card. There'll be a big crowd uh, come through the gates tomorrow as well. Great to be able to welcome them back without having the restrictions of uh, different pods and all of those things that we hated so much but uh, had to do to get through. Let's have a look at these features uh, tomorrow, Tim. Uh, gee, I can't remember, and you've uh, been around a little longer than me. Um, one at a dollar forty in a race like this, and I speak of the Barnswood Farm, 50th New Zealand thousand guineas legato, the unbeaten filly. She's 1.4 with the Tommies at the moment, and likely to go around at that price. Gee, she's short but very good. Oh, look, she just looked absolutely outstanding. I thought uh, winning. Uh Winning at your track uh, back, what was that, the 22nd of October, she was just absolutely super and probably had reason to uh, justifiably run a good race and finish second or third, but just uh, completely blitzed them. I don't know whether it was Darcy Brahma or someone like that in the 2000 Guineas was, was, was very hot. I remember Jennifer Rush being about $1.90 or $1.80, but Legato's going to be as hot in a Group 1 race as we've seen for an awful long time in New Zealand. And look, on what she's done, it's almost impossible to see a beaten Andrew, I think, don't you? I think she's uh, clearly the one, and uh, she's just been so uh, so very good in those three wins. The Lindau Stewart Stakes, Tim, uh, whilst she might be dominant, this one's very, very open in my opinion. Uh, can I get an amen? It's always been somewhere near the top of the market, drawn uh, the uh, ace barrier for Guy Lowry, running uh, fresh in the race, but gee, it's a wide open affair. It is. I actually like a horse from the deep south, buoyant. I've got an awful lot of time for Saban Kirkland as a, as a conditioner of horses. Uh, for listeners, his main uh, main business is, uh, is power fishing. He's uh, he's a fisherman by trade, but potters around with horses, and he always has a horse with good form. 
Um, so, and I thought I was very impressed with its uh, race uh, the other day. And of course, we, uh, the man I'm substituting for, Michael McNabb, is, is aboard. And look, I just think Boyan, uh, Boyan could be the one they have to beat in that race tomorrow. Right, and let's have a look at the feature. Uh, the Martin Collins 159th New Zealand Cup, 300,000 over the 3,200 metres. And uh, look, a very even field assembled brings them together from all over the North Island, all over the South Island uh, to come for what is in the true sense a New Zealand Cup. Starry Bill was good late in the race the first day. ALJ set for the race by the master, KT Myers. How did you see it, Tim? Yeah, look, it's not a vintage field, we have to be honest, but it always attracts huge betting. Last year it was New Zealand's biggest betting race of the year and the year before it was uh, almost a dead heat with the Wellington Cup. So it shows the punters love the big two-mile handicaps. It's always the challenge. I always subscribe to that thought. I'm a little bit like uh, what you're saying there, Michael McNabb aboard Sari Beal. Its run was very, very good on the first day. I think it's the one they have to beat. You can't go past LJ with his run for second. And uh, in my shadow... Uh, Having its first start at the meeting might be another one that'll be in behind them. But the challenge is to look, will they stay the distance? Are they bred to stay the distance? What's their recent form? And uh, I think uh, it's going to be a cracker race again, but sorry, Beal, if I have to pick one. Good on you, Tim. Thanks for uh, joining us. Good luck for uh, a big day tomorrow. I know there's uh, a massive amount of work that goes into putting on an event like this and uh, hope the weather holds and the crowds behave themselves and have an enjoyable New Zealand Cup day. It will be, Andrew. We put the sold-out sign up last night. We uh, we met our capacity uh, under our licence, so uh, we're pretty pleased with that, to be fair, and we're looking forward to a huge day. Good on, Tim. Thanks. Thank you very much to Tim Mills there. Thank you to Woodamoo Penn, and thank you to you, Butch Castles, for another episode of Breakfast with the Kiwis. Enjoy the weekend's racing.